Hey, listen to what you just said, bro. I gave somebody two hundred million when I came back to Earth, bro. Man, like that's out of this world, bro. Yeah. Out of this world, bro. Like. Welcome back to the Calling It Puts podcast with your hosts Brent and Jimmy. We are bringing that fire again today. Let's go. This is not financial advice. This is intended for entertainment purposes only. Do your own research. I repeat, do your own research. Welcome back to the Calling It Puts podcast. I am one half of the show, Jimmy. And I'm Brent. Welcome back. We got a special guest. Yes, sir. Mr. Silas Guillory in the building, man. Introduce yourself, brother. What's up, guys? My name is Silas, also known as St. Laurent Don. Pretty much, I trade the stock market. I've been doing this for over three years now. And I'm now teaching others, inspired by my brother. That's pretty much what's going on with us. Entrepreneur lifestyle. Man, super humble, super humble. Just like your yeah. brother, bro. Y'all come yeah. from good people, for sure. Thanks, man. Yes, sir. It, it is crazy because um, after we did the podcast with your brother, you know, we got a ton of great feedback, even from the first one we did with him. And then when yeah. he dropped on 2.0, we had somebody that was like, hey, um, I said, man, who do y'all want to see next on the show? And somebody actually tagged you and he was like, man, you got to get Silas on here. Yeah, so she's. So here you, here you are. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, look, appreciate y'all, man. I really do appreciate the opportunity, but this this is something man. I wanted to do for sure. But that's for anytime, know, bro. Anytime. Oh, welcome, man. So, this, this 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 gonna be something real big, but you know, just I like what y'all are doing right here, bro. This is different. Bro. Appreciate it, bro. Especially where we from, y'all already know. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all already know, man. On the bottom right. of the map. <laughs> right. Right. So, Silas, man, I know you say you, you say you're into trading stocks. Um, So tell us a little bit how you got into investing, man. Okay. So crazy story, right? So uh, I was actually like 17 when I first learned about, you know, investing, that you can make money with trading because long story short, I actually dropped out of high school at, you know, 16 years old. Then I went to this program called YCP. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically like a little program. You know, they give you your GED after you drop out. They help you with, you know, just a little guidance, get you, you know, get your mind on the, on the right level, you know, because you got to go into the world as a as a man now, you know, knowing that you dropped out of school. So in right. my mind, I was like, man, what what could make me a certain amount of money that, you know, you know, that I can make like millions of dollars. At. That was just something that I always wanted to you know, be a millionaire because, you know, I always right. felt like the odds was against me coming up. You know, I lost my father at a young age. You know, mm -hmm. then I was like, my mom has three kids. So I'm like, bro, I, I I'm basically the man of the family, you know. Right. So I felt like I needed to step up. And I was like, you know, a regular job because of my family. I got an uncle that's, that does NDT. So, you know, he's making about 100K a year or so, so on and so forth. I got uncles that's in the oil field. But at the end of the day, all I can see them doing is just, you know, making a hundred K a year, hundred fifty, and only taking care of their family. They don't, they don't spread the love with the money that they have because it's actually not enough money to spread the love with. Right. You know, you know, with the family overall, because you know, I have a uh, like a great grandmother. We we all grew up in Lotel. You know, we got this big house. So for me, what I was on, I was just like, man, you know, I really want to do everything. I want to do everything for my whole family. You know, I want to be the overseer. I want to be the one. You know, and they tell me all the time, you know, that's not what you're here for. You know, you don't have to do that. But I feel like that's something that I personally want to do, you know, just be there for them. 
but how I got into it, I was just pretty much like, but this is this is the way that I know for sure that I can be successful with my life and that this will take me to the next level to do other things that can provide for other people, supply jobs, you know, teach others and things of that nature. But like I said, I got into it about 2017, which is about going on five years now. It's so crazy that yeah. I've been on it for this long. So like 17, I was pretty much, I can say I got too much into that 17. You know, I was still in the everyday life, you know, living the 17-year-old teenage life. So pretty much just going through the motions. I always had it in the back of my mind. But it was whenever I turned about 18, 19, I, I had got a job uh, working on the roof, man. It was crazy. I was doing commercial roofing in the high sun, bro. It was crazy. I was making a good bit amount of money. So I was making like 18 an hour. You know, I was making about 1000 a week. So once I actually had this capital, you know, started saving money and all this, I was like, okay, now I need to start investing my money. I need to learn about the stock market because I have the tools that I need now to actually, you know, make something happen. You need the money. Exactly. You know, right. Got the money. And I was like, okay, now it's time to actually, you know, put the effort in, invest, learn about it, see how you get shares. You know, I was more so on investing. The first thing, you know, so I was like, dividends? Dividends was the first thing that I learned about. You know, it's crazy because I was like, this is the way that I can put money in the stock market and actually get money back. And uh, I was like, that's what I need to do. I'm trying to get residual income. Just put my, if, I, if I invest all my money, I know I get something back. But then mm -hmm. I started doing it and I was like, well, it's kind of slow. You know, I was like, the dividends is kind of slow. You know, you might get like a penny a share, you know, yes, five so. cents a share, a dollar a share every quarter or every year. So I was like, I was adding it up all wrong. <laughs> like I said, it was my mm -hmm. first time doing I was adding up all the dividends wrong, and I thought I was going to make a lot more money than that. So I was like, man, what else could I do? I started buying shares. You know, as it goes up, you know, you actually make a little money with however many shares you got. But I was like, man, this is still not enough because I don't have the money to, you know, yeah. get yeah. big returns. I know what you mean, bro. <laughs> exactly, but So then somehow, I didn't even know that you could trade options. I didn't even know what options trading was, but, like, I didn't even know. And then once I really found out about that, it took me, like, a year or so maybe to figure out exactly what was going on, how to execute intraday, you know, how to swing the markets, you know, how to get the right options, contracts, you know, to keep you in the money, out of the money, things of that nature. And then pretty much once I figured all of that out by having the capital, it's pretty much been, been going up since, bro. Man, so you you pretty much say, well, look, I'm gonna become my own bank, right? And and that's what most investors do. You gotta be your own bank in the beginning. And it's not even investors, it's entrepreneurship, period. You yeah. gotta become your own yeah. bank initially. Yeah, yeah. So, you, gotta, you gotta have, like you say, you gotta have that initial capital. Exactly. You can't go into it with like a lot, a lot of people be saying they're going into it with 10 bucks. Nah. You need at least you need at least 300. Yeah, but at bro, least like my first trade, bro. I paid 80 something dollars for a contract. I mean, eight grand. Yeah, bro. And like, I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, <laughs> hey, I, was, I, I didn't have a clue, bro. Hey, that's how I beat up, bro. No cap. That's how I beat Dumb up. luck. It was just dumb luck. I was like, okay. Like, <laughs> it was money. Like, I got like a, like a bonus check from, from my Jeez. job. And I was like, man, let me put, and it was 80 something dollars. I could have put the whole thousand on it. It was a thousand right. more. I was like, man, let me throw it on there. Whatever, fuck it. Like, if I lose, if I lose the eighty, eighty-eight dollars or whatever, yeah, it's eighty bucks, man. Like, yeah, I was like, whatever, man. Then like the months roll by, man, the fucking numbers start going up, and I start getting confused. Yeah, like what's I was going like, on? What's going, man? I had to do all the con. While the number going up, I still ain't selling. It. it was one contract. I Jeez. didn't sell it. I was wow. just sitting there like, how, how? I ain't even know how to sell it. 
God damn. He said, I didn't even That's know how to bad sell it was, <laughs> I didn't even oh. know how to sell it, bro. I like I I look into option. My partner just told me about it. He's like, man, why don't you just buy one? So I downloaded the little Robin Hood app like everybody else, right? Yeah. Man, I just but like Apple, I know Apple. Fuck it, you know. Of course, we uh, all know we they might hit $300. What is that right now? 150? They might hit 300 I bought one way out the money, bro. Jeez. Way out the money. Hey, that's not that's not actually a bad thing, you know, being out of the money because you it know was a leap. Out. Yeah. It was a leap. Now I had initially bought the wrong one. Oh like, I wanted to buy one closer, but I bought like one a year, like a Jeez. year out the way. Yeah. Out the way. Jeez. Way out the way. I was like, man. Oh well. Like, I really didn't think about it till I opened up the app a couple months later. That shit was at like crazy. Four grand. Damn. And I let it sit, and then it was at six. And I was Damn. like, ain't no, ain't no way this shit could be this fucking easy. <laughs> and it's not. And when it's it not. went up to it went up to eight, right when it split. When it split, that's when it started going up oh, to Yeah, my shit, my one contract went to full contract. Yeah. So that's how it went up like that. And I was like, yeah, how many contracts I got now? That's sweet, I had to bro. call one of my partners, bro, and be like, hey, bro, what the fuck is a stock split? What, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I was like, say a four-way split. I'm reading this shit. I don't know what's going on. All I know is I done made a lot of money from these little... Yeah, that's, this lit, little... that's lit, bro. That's lit. Yeah, that's real, bro. Hey, not to cut you off, but like a lot of people that I talk to, bro, that's, this, is, this is one of the main reasons why I've decided to teach this and like spread the stock market uh, knowledge is because... Not everybody think you need equity to trade. Like a lot of people don't even know that options trading is is real. That you can make money off of eighty dollars. You know, if yeah, you I couldn't believe it. You know, and uh, just tell them like like you said, at least three hundred. You can get a two hundred dollar contract. You know, three hundred dollar contract, so on and so forth. Whatever the case may be. A lot of guys buy like twenty contracts at eight cents. Exactly, bro. Stuff like that. Eating, eating off that. And, you know, that's what I be trying to get people to realize. That's that's one of my main reasons for doing it because getting people to understand that, you know, you can make money in the stock market too. You don't need a, a lot of equity, you know, because you're not equity trading. We're options trading, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's dope, bro. What would you say was like your um your biggest loss? Because I didn't lose, you know? <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. My biggest loss was, was honestly recently, like, uh, I had uh, I had got on Amazon, bro. Amazon had beat earnings and everything, and then they that's dropped a hard play, bro. Yeah, mm. bro. Like I spun, bro. I was angry. I was sick because this was my first time trading Amazon, bro. Like I was like, I was like, because you know the contracts is gonna be like two K, three K. They they did not cheat. <laughs> you feel me? And uh, I learned my lesson, so I'm staying away from Amazon now. But uh, Amazon had dropped like three hundred dollars. It went to like I think it went to thirty five hundred, and then it just dropped all the way to three K. So, you know, I waited like two days. I finally got a bullish candle and it started breaking the highs, the previous highs that it, uh, it gapped down from. So I got in the options contract. I did the same thing. I, I messed around and got the weak one, bro. I was supposed to get the two weak one out, but I'm glad I didn't. It would have mm-hmm. cost more. I would have lost a lot more money. But I had got the options contract like that Wednesday, bro. And I was like, by Friday, I know for sure I can get at least a $50 to $100 jump off Amazon because it just broke this little, you know, this previous high. Man, the next two days, that motherfucker just said, kept coming down. And you know what? Options, you got time to K2. So I was kind of mad. You know, I had the week right there. I'm like, bro, it's it's whipping me, bro. It's whipping me, bro. I lost like three, four K, bro. One trade. You know, I try to keep it smooth. I try not to lose that much because. Right, right. I try to do the 20%. I try to have like a stop loss, like a 
a, I either have a mental one or one I put in a computer. Yeah. I, yeah. I write down all my stuff before, like, like before I was just trading, you know, just yeah. and be like, man, I'm just uh throw the shit on this. Like I made some <laughs> money off GM, uh AMC, just like that. Just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That was random. damn those the booms. So like Man, you just gotta write. If you don't have a plan, you gotta make a plan and trade your plan. Exactly. And if it ain't on your sheet or Excel sheet or whatever you write your stuff down, just don't even look at it. Cause you could get lost in the sauce, bro. Bro, there's so like, much going on. You might in the be market. running and you don't even know. Exactly. <laughs> like, like you never <laughs> hey, even look at it. The market is so big, bro. It's like you'll get you'll get lost in them because it's so Man. much going on. And you like you can make so much money in one day, and then you know the next day you go into it with that same mentality. Like you said, if it's nothing there, don't do it. Yeah, that's don't something do it, we, man. we try to preach a lot too. You know, like losers, yeah. they love to trade, but I was once that person loved to trade, losing money, still on the trade, loving. just just itching the trade. <laughs> like yeah. it's crazy. So you know, yeah, Brent, Brent kind of hit on something. He was like, you know, you got a plan, trade your plan. Right. Yeah. So one of the biggest mm-hmm. things is strategy. When you trade and like stick to your strategy. So Silas, can you talk about like what's what's the type of strategy do you use? Right. And what would you recommend for you know for somebody that's trying to get into the game? Yeah, okay. So my strategy is pretty much simple. I use the basis of support and resistance. So I'm looking for where you know these major levels of where price is rejected from on a daily time frame. And then from there, I put on my pivot points. I actually learned from Aristotle Investments. I'm not sure if you guys know him. I actually learned a little more from him. So uh, I put on my pivots, you know, pivots is little levels of support and resistance from whatever time frame you're on. If you go to the daily time frame, it'll be that weekly high and low pivot points within that range. As you drop down to the hour time frame, it'll be like the uh, that daily highs and lows and five minute, you know, it's going to be that that uh, four hour high and low. So with these pivots, it's basically like smaller support and resistances in the middle of my major support and resistances. Okay. So that just helps me, like, you know, if it's going up, that could be like my ladder effect type thing. But I also use volume. So I'm intraday trading. Every day that I trade, I use the five-minute, the 15-minute, and I'm looking at, like, the one-hour and the daily just far as momentum and candlestick sentiment, okay? But on the five-minute and the 15-minute, I'm looking for volume, strong-body candles, full-body candles, depending on whatever side I'm looking for. Mostly it's going to be calls because I like to buy the market in most cases. Yeah. I'm looking for the strength of the candle, how full it is, and if I'm getting rise in volume at the same time, if price is going to break through a level or if it's, you know, it's breaking through these little higher lows that it's making on the lower time frame. So just getting a, a mass amount of volume confirmation with full body candles. Yeah. Pretty simple. Yeah. 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 All right, y'all. That's pretty simple. Okay. Yeah. Pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real simple. Waiting, waiting for it to come to support or resistance. Like, I don't really, I don't even trade every day. You know, I like to wait for the, the actual moves, like beyond yeah, yeah, me. Waiting on setup. Yeah, I like beyond me. I is in a falling wedge. I actually waited it surely for it. Is. To, yeah, I actually waited for it to hit this level of a hundred dollars, which it did, and it gave a bullish pin bar. I called the I called the trade out on my page. I, I pretty much gave it to the world. I love giving out the free chart setups because I want you to see what's going on. But I did that, it jumped six dollars the next day, like easy money off of a support. Getting in the options contract based on the lower time frame, seeing that volume was being pushed in at that level of support because that's where buyers are mostly at. So you're going to get a lot of buyers. That's a jump. Six bucks. 
man, I think one thing that's important that I want to point out, especially for new investors and people that's just, they've been investing for a while, but they're not really sure about the market. Man, you really have to wait on the setup. Like yeah. for real. Like don't just look at the don't five minute minute and you putting your support and your resistance. That's not enough of a time not frame enough, to bro. give you an actual pattern. Right. Go not up to the daily, bro. go up to the hour, the full hour, and set your support and resistance, and then you work your way down. That, yeah, I'm you always gotta look go. at the daily and the four hour. Yeah. I ain't lying. The daily and the four hour has the best structure. The four hour is gonna look the prettiest as far as supporting resistance. It's gonna sit right, it's gonna, it's gonna just look better. You know, four hours where I've had the most success with my support and resistance lines. And daily is just to see, like, what I love doing on the daily time frame is looking at that one candle. You know, a lot of people are going to daily time frame and look at the whole picture when all you really need to do is focus on what's really going on right. in this day. You know, right. you only look back in the past is when you're looking for your levels and trying to see where price could possibly go or where it's going. Right. Because where it's been is where it's going to go again. Exactly. And that's all we need to know. We don't have to be looking at, it. you know, we just yeah. need to focus on what's going on today. Like I said, we got that candle, that one candle is where, you know, it helps us predict what can happen the next day. You know, and that's, that's, it's simple like that. And that's what we're trying to spread this like a wildfire, bro. Yeah. Some of the hardest charts to, to gauge are the ones that got where break out the all time highs because you have no idea where it's going to go. Exactly. Might, like, man, I played Square. I lost like $300 on Square. Like, oh, let's go. And it went to, 280 and i was like it's gonna break it's gonna break it didn't break dang hey look matter of fact you remember remember i was just talking about that volume that's how you confirm those breakouts yeah and i was up bro i screwed up that was on me i was up that that was on me and then but you learn like i learned like i wrote down like my mistake you gotta keep track of like how your fuck-ups you can't be celebrating your wins you gotta celebrate your fuck-ups too yeah, facts. Like, facts. You gotta be like, look, I screwed this up. You gotta recognize that you you gotta be your own critic. And be like, damn, I messed up. I need to reevaluate what I was thinking when I did why why I did that, why I didn't sell. Cause I was up like 150. Jeez. And then man, it started plummeting on me. I was like, now why Dang, I didn't I sell bro. Dang, bro. Greedy, bro. That's 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 one of the main things as a trader too. You know, they they always look at money. Something that I really preach to my students is, you know, if they just like, especially if they just start, and I I give them a 20-20%, you know, the 20-20 rule. You know, use 20% of your capital. And when you trade in options, you know, the percentages is crazy with options. You can make a hundred percent in no time, you know. It's crazy. (laughs) So I try to tell them, you know, like if you trade in options, you know, depending on if you're swinging it or you're trying to hold it for a couple of days because of what you seen yesterday and it it never just went just yet. It kind of played, you know, just give yourself like a 20 to 30 percent risk on the options contract. You know, some people can even risk 50 percent. You know, if you put 200 up, you're only going to lose 100. You know, you're not going you're not going to fully max out your account, you know. Right. Tell them 20% of your capital, 20% of your, your actual trade. Yeah, man. Some people be going putting their whole uh account uh-uh. on one trade. <laughs> That's the way, bro. Hey, I know a few. I know a few. I didn't see somebody come up like that for sure now. Yeah, I, man, I, man. Hey, bro. It's, it's dumb risky. Luck. It's too it's risky. Dumb luck. Yeah. Dumb luck, bro. Dumb, dumb luck. luck bro. Like putting all your money into one thing and then, like, you know, if, if you do lose that trade or it does go left, it's you know, gone. Risking <laughs> all your capital, bro. Like, yeah, you blew your whole account, man. Yeah, yeah, that's a a big no-no, man. So I know, you know, AJ trades Forex, right? And you do more of the market, right? More of the stock market. Yeah. Um, I know Forex is pretty much open, like, what is it, 24-5. Yeah. 
right? Yeah, 24-6, if you ask me. 24-6, Reds. 24-6, they start on Sundays, right? Yeah. Uh, so, but in the market, when the stock market, hey, that closed 3 p.m. hour, well, 3 o'clock hour time. Yeah. Right? So how do you deal with the gaps? Because it could it could be at one spot when it closed that at that evening, and then the next morning you wake up and it's like, damn, this thing's down like fifty dollars. Yeah. How do you so, deal with those gaps? Those gaps, I pretty much uh, I would I would wait. Like I said, that's that's what I learned about gaps too. Like when Amazon had gap down, I was so urgent to get in because I'm like, oh, it's Amazon. I can finally get in at a good price, you know. But you don't necessarily want to just jump in when you get a gap. When you see a gap, you want to wait for it to actually pick a size. So. In most cases, like you said, if it drops, if you have a stock rising up, okay, let's say it's at $100, then it just gapped down to 90 In most cases, if you get buyers starting to push it up and you get that rising volume, like I said, that's showing you that buyers have entered the market. You know, they're usually not, they're not gonna, they don't have to necessarily fill the gap right away, but sometimes they do. Sometimes it might take a month, you know, depending on whatever the case is. But in most cases, if you want to take that gap, you just wait for rising volume, strong candles, and I usually like to, to pretty much get in, especially if it's at a previous level. Like uh, Facebook, y'all know how we had the outage on Instagram and all that. Yeah, yeah. What was crazy is Facebook actually just dropped down to a level of support at 325. And it was a major trend line. Like that was the third touch. I haven't checked it this morning, but I actually think that it's still at that level. Facebook just gapped down, but that was, that was news. It was supposed to do that. That's what I feel about gaps, especially if it's news behind gaps too. You know, I feel like, that's just, you know, the wells in the market pushing that market down, you know, for uh far as equity. They, they're trying to gain more capital on their side. Let me see uh, Facebook right quick. Man, y'all really getting some, like, yeah, live knowledge happening. 3, 3.31. Like, this man checking it right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. And if you pay attention to closely what he said, this man said it touched three times. Just the third touch going for right here. And then we already got a pin bar. That's one of my favorite. Oh, you probably can't see it. Oh, we can see it right there. Yeah. Uh, That's your daily chart? This is my weekly. I'm going to the weekly to show you the touches. Hold on. Let me see. Look, real simple, bro. Real simple. I hope y'all taking notes out there. Because I'm. Yes, yeah, sir. I'm it's only right, man. Notes. <laughs> At 324. I don't know if y'all can see this. Look. Yeah, we can see, brother. It's yep. the weekly chart. One. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that trend line. Two, three. three. Third touch of the trend line. And price came down to a psychological level where banks like to buy, you know, 325. You know, that's 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 Ooh. that number. For sure. mm -hmm. And right now, we have a pin bar. So a pin bar is one of my favorites. Like, that's what uh Beyond Meat did the day before yesterday, and that's how we made $1,000 on one trade. Pin bar. Explain the pin bar for people real quick, if you can. So depending okay, on if it's a, a hammer too, yeah, it's, it's pretty much the same thing. Hammer and oh, pin bar okay. pretty much go hand in hand. So basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. depending on I whatever side, go ahead. I call it a hammer. Yeah, same different hammer. Right. I call it <laughs> hammer and pin bars. Yeah, yeah. So basically, what a hammer is. So if you got it, if you got price coming down, right, coming down to the floor support. In most cases, you will have the uh, open and the close. So if you know what a candle is, you know that buyers open at the at the bottom, close at the top. Sellers open at the top, close at the bottom. Mm -hmm. So usually when buyers open up here, they go down a little bit first and then they will come up past the open and close higher. So what that what you would have down here is like a little line. That's basically a wick. So price went down here and actually rejected this floor and then closed bullish with a strong body at the top. 
That's yeah, a, a lot of buying pressure. A lot of buying pressure. A lot of buying pressure. Showing rejection to the downside. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with NIL either, but they actually just gave a weekly pin bar also. So I'm looking for that thing to go crazy this month. And that's what? NIL. That's basically like a company that uh supplies EV, electronic vehicles. Gotcha. Yeah, a lot of those out there. Yeah, a lot of those. <laughs> NIO is actually one of the cheaper ones. It's uh, I believe it's at 30 something, I think, right now. Yeah, it's like it's like 30 bucks. It's actually like 36. That's a good price right now. Yeah, I just had it jump from a demand zone. I don't know if you guys uh, actually follow the smart money trading page, but I pretty much post every all my chart setups and everything on there. Like mm -hmm. demand zones, supply areas, you know, just give it brief. Shit, another uh, chart that look good, Shopify. Oh, yeah, Shopify is beautiful, bro. Draft, DraftKings. I like DraftKings. Swing DraftKings. Hey, DraftKings is actually at a good buy opportunity, no cap. Hell yeah, it is. I just bust. Great, great buying <laughs> opportunity, bro. And uh, yeah, it went to like 70. Man, not to, not to get off subject, but bro, I was actually working a job in the, the car business, you know, amid the pandemic. And uh, my managers, you know, they would always get into the stock market, like I said, because I was already on it. So they were so appalled that, you know, a 20-year-old was walking in there, you know, and actually, you know, trading the markets, trading options, still learning right. about it, showing them good stocks, you know, putting them on a little right. bit of knowledge. You don't and need it was to be one old stock, to do that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, they was, they was weird, like, weird, though. <laughs> right. And our GM, bro, he's a millionaire in the stock market. Like, our GM that worked at the dealership, he was a millionaire off the stock market. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, this is going hand in hand. But it was one stock that we should have got that we didn't, bro. Penn National Gaming. When the pandemic. Oh, Penn. Yeah, Penn. It went to $8, bro. Mm, mm, mm. Then yeah. went all the way up to $150, 100 Like, yeah. Yeah, pin up three, there. four months, bro. That was that was one of probably the, the quickest and biggest returns somebody could have made if they would have invested. Yeah, man, yeah. man. A lot of, there's another, Um, I wish I would have bought some of this, but I was a little key skeptical. Uh, Hut. You ever heard of Hut Mining? Hut mining? No, I'm actually yeah, checking. They out. like Mara and Riot. The mining. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. I, I started looking at Hut around three, three, three dollars maybe. Sheesh. Man, that shit around ten dollars now. Oh my god, bro! Like <laughs> that's what people don't understand, bro. Like, I was like you what was I doing? for your brand, bro? Yeah, man. It was. I was like, damn. I would put a thousand on that shit. I've been up, up. I just sold all of it. Okay, bro. It's crazy, bro. Like, uh, one of my favorite places to actually find stocks, you know, is, is using screeners. You know, screeners, they kind of just help you find, you know, if, you, if you're kind of stuck on the same stocks and, you know, they ain't really doing too much and you want to find something low cap, you know, mid cap. I actually use FinViz. And, you yeah, know, the yeah. Screeners, yeah, I like to keep it over a million volume, 1.5 average volume, you know, and I, uh, I use like the, uh, I just switch it from large cap or medium cap, depending on what yeah, the market. Yeah, mega cap is like what trillion, yeah, like, like a trillion, close to close to a trillion. I was like Apple, Microsoft, Google, yeah. you know those the bigger big companies. Dogs. I've never traded Google. Google, no, no, I, I don't think I would either. But Google Man, is just absurd. It's a funny stock. It's a funny like chart too. Yeah, it's hard to gauge like what's going on. I like to tell people like. Um, it's weird how the sectors move. Like when Amazon, you yeah, I always watch the big dogs because the yep. little dogs gonna follow. When Amazon move, Shopify move, yep. Melly move, JD move, they all move just like the big dog. Even Tesla, Tesla the big dog EV, XPEV move when Tesla moves, Neo, everything. Because yep. good good news for the big dogs I mean good news for the little. 
Exactly, bro. So if you don't have enough money for the big one, you got enough money for the smaller ones. You can definitely play with the younger guys. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Spy. I'm pretty sure you are. Spy, too, the SPY, you know, she's yeah, she's yeah. actually, she'll help you get a good gauge on what's going on if you uh if you actually look at that going into the morning. If it starts low and then it starts peaking up, you know, you can probably get, you know, most of the stocks will follow Spy, too. You watch the futures? Oh yeah. In, the, yeah. in the morning? Yeah, that's what I look at. That's I always have it up. Hey, you got that to, let me know just how the day gonna go, man. Exactly. That's why, that's that's one thing that I love about Forex. The futures don't stop moving. And that's how yeah. you can get a gauge on the futures coming into the next morning. So, like, if you see S&P 500 and the Dow Jones pushing up, then I know if, if I'm already in a call or uh, in a call contract on SPY, then I already know where we're gonna be up. You know, because the futures are showing price was higher than what it was when the market closed on yesterday. That's one thing I do love about Forex that it shows the, the futures don't stop rolling. Yeah, man, I just dug into your brother course last night on Forex. Hey, I, I like, I, okay. It's a lot of similarities to me. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I try to tell people that all in all, really, at the end of the day, it boils down to charts. bro. If you can read a yeah. chart, you can trade anything. You can yeah. trade grass, wheat, rice. <laughs> they really yeah. got people trading rice out here. Boom. Yeah. Gold, corn, corn. All of that, bro. Gold yeah, is actually what I hit big on in Forex. Like, gold is one of my favorite, my favorite things because it moves so fluid. It just takes like a couple of days when it comes to levels. But if you wait for your confirmations, you know, like for a lot of buyers to come into the market, then, you know, you'll alleviate a lot of that time with holding trades. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Forex is where I came up at. I ain't gonna even lie, bro. Yeah, tell, speaking of your um your brother's course, tell us a little bit about your course that you give people. Yeah, so my course is basically with the stock market. I go over my strategy in depth on how to place everything on your charts, explaining what each indicator is. So, like on the daily time frame, I use uh, the RSI and the MACD. So all that's the only time frame that I use indicators on is, in, is on the daily time frame for momentum. So I go over that, you know, telling people, you know, just use this on this time frame. Then you can alleviate that. Then when you go down to your smaller time frames, you want to strictly focus on your candlesticks and see if you have an overall pattern. You know, if you yeah. have an overall pattern, see if you can kind of decipher that. Look for downtrending markets in an uptrend because that could be a bullish flag. Now, I'm just going over basically all the, the key things that you need to really focus on as a trader and telling my, my students, you know, just focus on percentages. But don't worry about the dollar amount because at the end of the day, if you flip the $100 account with 50%, you know, on the options contract, then you can do that with a million dollars. You can do that with a hundred thousand. You can do that with a thousand dollars. Yeah, you know? once your account is of a certain size, it's endless. Yeah, but it's, like, it's all about that's percentage. What I, knew. I need twenty five thousand. And it could be it could be a percentage thing. Like you can have fifty yeah, bands and going crazy. Yeah. You can still play it safe. You could be on some small capital shit. Like you could be trading light with that fifty bands. You know. It's all personal preference, and at the end of the day, it, it deals with greed too. Like if you want to be in the market oh, yeah. fully, you know, with all your money, you know, you can do that too. And I go over exactly how to find some of the best stocks. You know, how to find. Uh, you know, I'm sure I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with ZaxInvestments.com. So if you go to ZaxInvestments.com, it'll give you like a little box where it says uh, ticker symbol or quotes. So if you type in, you know, the ticker symbol, you can type in spy any ETF that you wanna. You want to learn about, you can go on Zach's and it'll show you all the stocks that this ETF is, is holding. So like SPY, if I go to SPY on Zach's investments and I type it in. Oh, and it's I, like um, ETF database? 
kind of, but you can do the stocks on there too, you know, but this, okay. this is like for people that's just getting in the train, I tell them to go oh, on mm-hmm. Zaxx's. Cause if you don't know what stocks you want to get, you're not familiar. This right here, give you the top 500 companies in the nation, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, then you got some uh, ETFs that's in the housing market. You got ETFs that's in the, uh, the uh, crypto markets. I think they got one that's it's called BITM. I got to double check that. I hadn't looked at it in a while, but that's actually a crypto, uh, crypto ETF. So, you know, those are big too, but I pretty much just go over like the basics, try to keep it real simple so that anybody can learn this. This is good. That's damn good. Yeah. And I'm actually trying to, uh, I'm actually like working on it now too, getting it, you know, more quality. Cause like I said, I learned a little more, like it's something that I didn't know, you know, a year ago that rising, rising volume was probably the thing that took me to the next level because now I know, when I'm, I have other buyers in the market too. And that pretty much just helps with understanding, you know, market trend and market sentiment. The candles, knowing if you got large candles, if you get a pin bar, you got price coming down and then you get like a rejection to the downside. So let's say a doji. A doji is a candle with a very small body that has tried both sides of the market. That's an indecision yeah. candle. So at yeah. that point, you no, know, we won't look into the market. <laughs> yeah, dojis is, is it's always <laughs> happening. Dojis yeah. get it readily like it's, it's always one of the ways to actually look you know if you get a doji bro after the market is coming down you can actually go down into that time frame to actually look if you can get some buyers coming into the market because that's showing a major indecision mm-hmm. but yeah me working on my course right now I'm just adding more value because you know that's what it's always about the more I learn the more I feel like my students should learn yeah, that's dope. I, I, um, with the volume you speak about, I added that to how I look at trading, how I gauge a trade. I read this book called um, uh, Volume Price Analysis. Yeah, hey. it's um, you read that book before? Ah, uh, but you should, you should. I want to, like, I'm actually gonna read it, bro. It's, I was like, they, there's people who don't use any indicators, they just use strictly volume. <laughs> And and VWAP, yeah, in a chart. Like I use VWAP in an eight, um, an eight. I day. use VWAP too. That's that's one of my yes. That's that's the eight. That's that that's that thing. Whenever it break through and it come back and retest, we buying okay. it. Yeah, it, 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 it tap, especially if it tap three times, you you done found a level of uh, resistance and it break. Yeah. Crazy, bro. Yeah, crazy, bro. Hey, that VWAP is a fool. Yeah, that's one of the best ones because it's real time yeah. uh, data collection at what's going on right now. Yeah, right now. And that's why it's only used on a lower time frame because right. you in that, you in that. It's 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 in motion, it's in sync. It's averaging it out for you like while it's happening. It's I love that. I love that VWAP, bro. That's one of the best ones. I, I use an eight and a VWAP, AD, EMA. And VWAP yep. on, on a daily. I use the eight, the twenty-one, and the VWAP. Mm-hmm. When I'm looking at an overall chart, I use the uh, I use the five, the eight, the twenty, the fifty, the two hundred. Yeah. And then I use the volume MACD RSI just so when yeah. I look at it like a year, like a daily chart. Yeah. I look at all that to confirm like if it's oversold, if it's overbought. Yep. And I don't really want to fuck with it. I'll probably get some puts. Yeah. Or I don't really like doing put puts move kind of funny. So it do, it do, it do, it do. That's something, something drastic gotta happen for your puts to start rolling. Yeah, fact, bro. And like stocks take a little time to get down to the bottom. That's why I said in most cases when the markets are trending down, like I haven't, I didn't even trade at all last week. I was supposed to trade Friday because 
last week because it was Friday was probably the best day last week. And this week we had, uh, I think yesterday and the day before that was pretty much the best days for the stock market. Like it, it ain't even been popping because the market has been so so much in a decline the yeah. past month that today you know. Yeah. I said today is ass off my off my uh off yeah, today my is ass. <laughs> I don't have nothing. I, man, what I got today, bro. I had a feeling that today was gonna be ass, bro, because majority of the stocks jumped up, they gapped yeah. up. So yeah, uh, we yeah. know that it's gonna most likely come back down. And as soon as they come down to that gap. You can you can most likely swing out for a week at least because they gonna go. No. Yeah, the only the only stocks that I had on my list, I had one, two, three, seven. Only ones that really went how I wanted to go was uh Shopify and uh GM. That was it. Yeah, I ain't lying. I've been hearing about GM and I ain't put GM on my watch list yet, but I, one of my homies made some bag off GM yesterday. Went today, should have made it today if he was in it today. I, I need I to ask over 50. I'm gonna ask him after the podcast i'm yeah, like asking, that gm, asking that gm was jumping today east man let me go i mind if i check that out right quick yeah, i heard ford i heard ford been kind of like doing a little something for it just yeah i got stock in ford i got stock in ford four pretty cheap too, at like six six eighty or something man i'm old bro, company netflix, oh, i ain't lying netflix went crazy last week too yeah i'm waiting on netflix over over 640. Oh man. Oh yeah, GM been going crazy for the past two weeks. Yeah. $10. That's nice. Yeah. Oh yeah, look, bro. I want to I want to add something to your game. So what you can do is if you go to your moving average, I mean not your moving average, your volume, your it'll say volume M8. Put that on the 50, bro. That helps you like know that's that's my that's my little oh, line. Average, give you a line. average volume, that line. Yeah. Yeah, I got it on 50. Okay, I yeah. I can, show, I can show you this shit. I can show you my setup, how I look at things or whatever. I'm always looking for some wrinkle to throw in my, and uh, how I do things. I was actually telling Jimmy, like, man, I never like, like I'm still, you know, learning pretty much, making sure I'm I'm more correct yeah. than wrong. Yeah, and that's the I'll name, that's the name of the game. I got to go back and, like, see how many times I've been right. Well, I've been right a lot, bro. I can't hey, bro. hey, it's really not that hard, bro. And that's 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 what people don't realize, bro. It's really not too, too hard. And like I said, you pretty much on everything that I use, bro. And that's how I know, you know, because those confirmations, like the volume, bro, and the uh, VWAP, that's that's not like the moving average. That don't lag. No. That's, uh-uh. that's, 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 that's the go-ahead yeah. buttons right there. I mean, yeah, the VWAP is the most accurate thing you could that's on the computer. That and the volume. And the volume, bro. And that's that's what actually makes me get entries. Like if I get a touch of the VWAP after it broke out, and then you get a large, strong, a full body green candle, and volume has closed over the 50 on a small time frame, I'm almost like to take that. Cause at the end of the day, if it just come crash below the VWAP, then I'm gonna just get out. And that's gonna probably be about you know 15 to 20 percent, maybe 30, you know, which is kind of cool on the options contract. Right. Yeah. So let me let me ask you this: When you're using the RSI, do you have your RSI set at fifty? Uh, I don't have it set at fifty. It's uh, it's more so set at the seventy and the thirty, but fifty is that that medium line. Right, right. I know some people will use use it at the fifty, and then they can get some divergence using the ATR with the RSI. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. With the with the the one thing that I noticed about the RSI too is usually whenever it's trending up. And it's staying in that box, like in that oversold area, it'll usually come to the 50 and keep going. 
I get yep. a bounce off that, that medium level and keep going. I've seen stocks to stand in that top range of 70 and 50 and just keep going up. You know, it, it, it'd be crazy how, how it acts. So yeah, you never really know what it's going to do. <laughs> never really do, bro. And like in most never cases, know, bro. yeah, bro. In most cases that RSI might take a month before it actually full out. Like it could be oversold right now, you know, but it might not actually tank like, uh, if you go look at SPY, actually, you know, that's that's basically showing you the full market sentiment. And it, it's been oversold for two months now. It, it needed this decline. It, it, the markets needed this, bro, because they up 300% from the coronavirus drop. And that's what a lot of people don't realize, too, why we're in a decline, because the market has been pushing up since March of last year. You know? Definitely. The super. Crazy. It needed it needed a little decline. Yeah, this I think right now is the time where we're gonna get that market correction. Like we was talking about that in the DMs, talking about Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah, right when he was talking about how October could be one of the worst, the worst months for the market ever. You exactly. know. So, and I'm still curious to see how that that whole deal with Evergreen is gonna play out. But I I'm, I truly think China's actually gonna help him out. That's how. Yeah, yeah, I do, bro. This this is so crazy, bro. Like, and that's another thing that. I try to get people to realize, like, if you just pay attention to what's going on in the world, you're going to want to learn a little bit more about financial literacy. Because at the end of the day, if our own government is 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 facing battles with debt, come on now. that's that They setting a bad example for, you know, the nation. You know, how, how, is, how is my nation in debt? Right? That's that's not but, supposed to be right. I've never I've never did understand that. Man, the percentage you know? of people that don't, like, pay attention to stocks, uh, uh, investing at all, yeah, man, it's a big percentage, bro. They don't care. People don't care, bro. They don't, bro. It's sad, bro. Like, like I can't believe how many people like they go buy some expensive heels, like a woman to buy some Louboutins or whatever. Exactly, bro. Them shoes, them shoes over a stack, over a stack, bro. And like yeah. the homies, I flip that stack right quick <laughs> and go a buy a crib or something. Yeah, it's man. Car. You know, a trophy yeah. for real. I don't know. We we so as a society, bro, with the with the social media and shit too, bro. We so we so keen into what's going on right now that yeah, you know a lot of people really get lost in what's going on right now. But and they mm -hmm. a lot of people don't really think longevity. You know, like what mm -hmm. could be a year from now, six months from now, two years from now. I mean, you, know? you saw it the other day when um Instagram and Facebook or whatever went down. Say, bro, I'm so like off that shit. I ain't even noticed. Dang. I didn't even know. My wife told me about it. She was like, hey, you know Facebook and stuff now? I was like, I was like, nah, like, I ain't, y'all don't be looking Jeez. at this. I, be looking for even ways know. To, I be looking for ways to come up but most of the time. Yeah, I don't no really pay attention to that shit. No yeah, she was like, yeah, it's done. I was like, so I opened it. I was like, yeah, my app don't work. And she was, I said, but I know they stock plumbing right now. It was down like 17 bucks. Yeah, hey, that like, was supposed to happen to me. If you ask me, that was supposed to happen. Because as soon as that shit, like, right, the market's open and, and it opened with the gap. Mm -hmm. And this was before they even, before, I don't know exactly when Instagram went down because, you know, my brother, we had the, uh, we had the lunch party that night. So it went down early. Yeah, yeah, it was super, super early. I don't know, was it before market open or, or after? It was, that's nah, crazy. It was during, it was during, it was like around nine. Yeah, it was, it was definitely during. So, that, so the market had already gapped down before they released the press, you know, and that's, that news is, is is crazy. Like I feel like that was Man, supposed bro. to happen. Your boy lost seven billion dollars. If y'all think about losing a couple dollars in the stock market, you throw your forty dollars out there. You go buy your piece of stock, buy and lose your three bucks today. Tomorrow it might be up ten. This dude exactly. lost seven.
billion billion bro within a a couple hours that's nuts (laughs) that is crazy bro like he's got oh go ahead we can go ahead I was, I was just going to say, it's crazy how he got so much money at will. Bro. Like, he just lost $7 billion off of people being off that app for, like, seven hours. Like, bro. it's crazy. That's all, that's all That's all. ads, bro. Everybody, like, Coke and the big dog, you know, everybody who advertised on Facebook. Yep. That's where he lost his money at. Lost mm-hmm. a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy, crazy how much like people are making, bro. They, they oh, like, man. ridiculously rich. Like, people don't know this, but when Bezos flew to space, this dude, like, he had reporters and everybody out there. And, you know, they had people all on the internet, like, man, why is he spending money on this? You know, they got the rich people haters out there in the world. Like, yeah. why are they blowing money on dumb shit? Right? But literally, Bezos landed. When he came back down, he literally, the reporter that interviewed him, he gave that person $100 million. Yeah. Like, that was insane. And he was black. Right. Uh, see, like, that was- <laughs> That was the lead, bro. No I think it was two of them. I think it was two two it reporters. Was two was, yeah. It was two of them. And he said, the reason why I did it is because I didn't want this day to be about a white man flying in outer space. I wanted this day to be about, I gave away $200 million when I came back to Earth. Yeah. Hey, listen to what you just said, bro. I gave somebody $200 million when I came back to Earth. Bro, man, like, that's out of this world, bro. Like, I'm gonna tell you right now. Somebody take me to space. I'm different when I come back. Oh yeah, whole different mindset. <laughs> I'm hey. different when I come back. Something the world, with me. bro. The world is changing so fast, bro. In our eyes, bro, it's changing so fast, bro. And it's 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 really hard to grasp. Like these dudes built a rocket that can go to and from outer space, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Virgin Galactic from. too. Yeah, Virgin Galactic, they 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 stock is down tremendously right now. Yeah, buys on buys buys on bro. Buys on, yeah. Bro, one that's in another. one day that bitch had dropped like excuse my language. In one day it had dropped like over twenty percent. Like the candle was this long on one of those mm-hmm. days, and it's, it's still yeah, kind of coming down. But like twenty three dollars, twenty five dollars, goodbye. Yeah, it's right super there. cheap right now, bro. Super it's cheap. Bro. Back up. Oh, it's definitely a, a long-term hold for sure. People sleeping like Trump not in office anymore, but we still are moving forward with a military space unit, right? Somebody got to get that contract. Nah, somebody, somebody, bro. Contract. Somebody, bro. It's, it's, it's crazy, bro. Man, That's so we're starting, we starting to come to the end. We got a, we got about three minutes left, but before we get off, man, are there any other investment uh, ventures that you're getting into other than the stock market? Like, are you doing... Toro, Airbnb, anything like that. Definitely. What, you, what, what Definitely. other things do you think about creating? I was in I was in Toro, bro, uh, when I was in Houston, Texas, but I actually just sold two or three of my cars just to restart the whole credit thing. You know, I'm investing in my credit because I've learned, well, if I would have known what I knew like two years ago with credit and buying those cars that I had on Toro, I would have did things differently, you know? So I'm investing into business credit now, learning the credit. Toro again. I'll probably do Toro in like a year or so when I when I move back to Houston, you know, because that's where it was really popping. Out here, it's not really popping out like too too much. And uh, Airbnb, of course. I wanted the real estate fixing flips. My sister's actually getting her real estate license now in Louisiana. So you know, with having that inside brokerage, you know, I'll be able to find houses, fix them, you know, at a at a better rate and things like that. I kind of want to keep it simple. Like I said, I don't want to go too crazy, but. One thing that we do have in the motion, which would be far, far from now, probably like six years from now, me and AJ, we plan on getting a cargo ship, bro. Yo, cargo that's ship. that's dope. 
cargo ship, bro. You won't even believe how much they cost. They real cheap. How much you think a cargo ship costs, bro? Man, I would have to say at least like maybe like two, three million. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's 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 about what they go for. But the one we seen it was like seven to ten. And you know, if you got business credit, good, great business credit, you've got at least you know million on your business credit, which is highly possible. Uh, you can actually get a cargo ship. You know, we each we got we up double digit M's at this point in time. You know, going on thirty years old. You know, you can each put like two to three million to get a cargo ship, bro. The trips is making seventy four to hundred M's per trip. You're only gonna get one or two per year, but at the same time, bro, that's the quickest way to become a billionaire, and that's that's what we on, bro. In on that. Hey, it's good, bro. We want thirty of them, so we all getting, bro. It's billions of dollars, bro. That's the billionaire move right there, bro. That's our billion dollar move, right there. Hey, man, a lot of people don't realize how many captains they don't have. Like they captains have, who drive them um, cargo ships, them dudes get exactly. broke off because ain't that many of them. Ain't that many of them. And cool thing is, like, we pretty much. We kind of we kind of already test the numbers out because this is something we really want to do. So like, bro, the, the captain himself, the highest paid captain, may get two hundred grand, if that, one fifty. You feel me? So in all in all, the expenses with fuel, feeding your staff, getting them there, maybe might cost like three to four m's, five, six m's at the most. When you make and it, that's maybe, nothing. That's nothing because that's nothing off the profit. It's nothing off the profit, bro. The first, Damn, the man. first initial That's six fun. months is gonna be crucial, but after that, you good. Yeah, yeah. you just gotta make it through yeah. that first wave of feeding yourself. Yeah, <laughs> that, That's one thing that's never gonna get cut, and that's objects being moved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one. I ain't gonna lie, I try to. Yeah, and I try to keep it pretty much simple. Me, I'm a, I'm a real simple person. I don't want to be in too, too much, but you know, I want to have at least you know ten streams of income and keeping it cool. Real estate for sure. You know, dividend investing that could pay me making my money actively in the stock market, having these uh real estate properties, you know, giving a certain amount every month. You know, the Toro car is giving you a certain amount every month, just things of that nature. It's and we actually gonna probably get back into the trucking business too. Like, fuck you, I want to mess with that because AJ's already in there and he's showing me the numbers. I'm like, bro, I need to get a little, I need to get up in now. You know, so that's <laughs> another investment that I kind of wanna wanna get into for sure. That's what's up, man. Dude, it was a pleasure having you on the show. You, man, you I appreciate y'all, bro. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, I plan on being back, you know, talking some, yeah. go a little more in depth on, on different topics, a lot more different things, you know. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. I appreciate y'all for real, bro. Hey, no cap. Look, I was up, you know, the time difference has been messing. That's one of the things that I'm still getting used to the time, bro. Like we two hours ahead, you know, from home where we're from. And uh, I was up like an hour before the thing and I was sitting on, the Zoom call, like, at 8 I o'clock. I saw you bro. logged in. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, I'm tripping, bro. I'm tripping. It's too early. I'm thinking it's the time, bro. The time I hear got my head everywhere, bro. It's all good, <laughs> man. It's all good. Yeah, we appreciate your vision coming on here, for sure. And you putting yeah. that out to the universe, man. Just keep going after Keep praying on it. And, man, every, see, like everything y'all touch turns to gold, man. So y'all yeah, keep Just stay faithful, stay humble. And y'all going to kill it, man, for real. Appreciate y'all, man. That's that's the plan, bro. To continue just giving value and spreading this knowledge, bro. Yeah, and man, we all we all can succeed, you know. Man, so, go ahead, plug your people and plug yourself. Yeah, facts, bro. Plug power, man. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> so where can the people follow you and find you at, brother? Uh y'all can follow me on Instagram at Saint Laurent Don underscore ninety-nine. And you can follow my trading page, smart money trading underscore. We give much pretty much give up daily setups every day. 
free setups. You can easily make money if you understand what's going on in the stock market. You don't even have to invest with me, but you can make money with me. And there you go. There you have it, bro. Man, it's a pleasure, Silas. Appreciate y'all, brother. Man, that's the end of the show, guys. We are out of here. Sir, hey, I really do appreciate y'all, man. Real. We appreciate you, bro.